What's going on, everybody? It's Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. And uh, before we begin the show, I want to tell you about the HERO program we're doing for our first responders and a few other folks out there. And basically, it's a grant. Two and a half to three percent of the purchase price can go for eligible borrowers, and that could be used as a down payment. It could use, be used to pay your closing costs. It is an FHA program. It can be used for FHA products as well, and it can be used for one-time close program. A couple of things you want to know about the DPA Advantage. It allows you to have a grant, so it's free money, 3.5% or 2%, depending on what your situation is. It may be continued up to 6% seller concession for closing costs. There is no resale or borrow repayment programs. You need a minimum FICO of 620. And just so you know, it's not just for firefighters, policemen. It is for teachers, educators, medical personnel, doctors, nurses. It is also, if you're a civil servant with the federal, state, or any local municipality, and military personnel. Give me a call if you want more information about that, 602-299-9357 or www.clarencefergusonhomes.com. If you're over 40 and want to be the best version of yourself, Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence is here to help. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef, and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women who want to live their best life going into middle age. Inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders are here offering tips and how-tos to improve your life. Now, here's Coach Clarence. All right, everybody, welcome back to Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. A couple weeks ago, we had a guest in, Laura Toussaint. She was brave enough to come in and talk about her personal issues with cellulite. And I'm going to follow up with that and expound a little bit more because a lot of people are left with questions like, well, what about me? How does this affect me? How should I fix my own issues? So I want to talk a little bit about that. And I want to really take time with this and explain it because it's not simple. And also, I want to give my quick disclaimer that everybody's situation is different. So if you really want to find out how it's going to work for you, you need to sit down and have a consultation. But before I begin, I need you to make sure you like and follow our show on YouTube, Coach Clarence TV. And also every week, wherever you get your downloads for podcasts, you can find us, Spotify, Apple Play, all the different ones that are out there. We're on there. You can get a subscription to any one of those. Make sure you review us and like us so we can keep putting that content out that makes you happy. All right. Obviously, one of the first questions we get, because a lot of people are trying the traditional stuff. What is a natural way for me to lose cellulite? That's a question that we get all the time. What is natural? What can I do? What would help me lose cellulite? How can I do it without spending tons of money? And it's a question we get all the time. Are there particular foods I need to eat or foods I need to avoid? Possibly particular exercises that would help me get rid of this problem. Should I exercise a certain way? Help, help, help. Let's talk about that. Here we go. Cellulite is a word that was popularized back in the day by the marketers of cure. Some promise cellulite reduction by using herbal body wraps. Others use pills, capsules, anything that would do the trick. Still others sold creams and massagers. Not a single one of these products worked despite a sometimes very aggressive marketing campaign which claims that research has proven some cellulite reduction. Even the larger companies who said, oh, we can get rid of your cellulite, really it was usually short-term solutions, which is really a long-term problem, and hopefully I can help you guys out with some of that. Some of the bigger ones that have failed were body wraps, pills, massagers. Yes, you can temporarily get rid of some of those scenarios in certain situations, But the long-term truth is you need to look at your lifestyle. 
And here's the thing. When cellulite looks different on different people, it's because of how fat is viewed through their own individual skin. So some fat cells get caught between pockets of connective tissue, and that makes them look different. Each pocket becomes as large as fat remains in place. I wish I had some better news for you, but all I have is the honesty here. The honest cellulite cure sellers won't share because they won't make any money. The only natural way to get rid of cellulite or body fat is through supportive nutrition and a combination of exercise and some moderate, keyword moderate, cardio exercise. Now, if you've been attempting this for years and you're frustrated, you might say, Clarence, I've been doing all that stuff and nothing is working for me. And that's okay. Then you might need to sit down again and let's tweak your situation individually. All right, a lot of people talk about what they do. Well, I walk on the treadmill. Aerobic exercise alone actually feeds off muscle tissue. So if you're losing the muscle tissue, which actually burns the fat, you're not helping yourself. So we may look at changing how you do cardio and maybe switching it to some more interval-based training or what they call HIIT training or spurt training. That a lot of times will elicit a different response. If you've been doing the same thing for a long time, your body is very good at adapting to situations. So what I want to do as a trainer is I want to sit down with you and see what you're doing and figure out how I can tweak it. That way I can see if it's just monotony that's keeping you back. And a lot of times that's the case with a lot of people. Same thing if you eat the same thing and all of a sudden we switch up your diet, you're going to see some immediate results on the scale. Now, if you look into one of my programs, initially we're putting the body into what is called a state of willing to release fat. That is in cellulite included. Cellulite appears to be what they call is a key word is stubborn, but asymmetric fat is decreased. And believe me, folks, it will go. I've seen people who are riddled with cellulite lose that fat over time, but you got to be willing to be consistent. A lot of people think that getting leaner or smaller is an overnight thing. If you watch the commercials on night, they're fooling you because they want you to buy a product or a supplement. It doesn't work that way. I have a very good guest coming in here in a couple of weeks. She has lost over 100 pounds, and I'm really excited for her to tell her story because I have watched her story, and she'll tell you a story of just hard work. People always want to go, what's the secret? Is it a pill? Can I rub some cream on? Can I get wrapped in some? And the bottom line is just changing. Most of you didn't get to where you are overnight, so you're not going to lose it overnight. And that's the thing they sell on TV. And they're selling to your emotions, not to your intellectual part of your brain. Basically, cellulite forms as globules of fat develop under skin and they push up against the connective tissue, forming an uneven molted look to the skin. Some of the factors that contribute to this condition are lack of exercise, hormone changes, and you guessed it, your diet. It's possible to develop cellulite at any age, but it tends to get worse as we get older due to increased fatty deposit or an often a higher body weight. This condition is more common in women than men, with about 85% of women having some measure of cellulite, particularly as they age and the skin loses its elasticity. However, even teenagers dealing with weight and hormonal changes can deal with this problem in their skin. Cellulite is not serious or harmful, and therefore, many people just choose to accept it. I was at Laguna Beach this weekend, and a lot of people have chosen to not worry about it. It's, it's more personal, which I talked about in the episode with Laura T. On our first episode of Cellulite, 
Some people just don't care. They've accepted it and just with it. And you know what? If you're comfortable who you are, it's not a big deal. It's more really about you. Most people accept it. It's not unusual to see cellulite. So it's not like you have three arms or three heads. No one's going to look at you crazy. That's just like people just think that's a normal part of being a human being. And it is. So if it doesn't bother you, doesn't affect your state of mind and you're happy living your life, then don't worry about it. But if you're really focused on it, then there are ways to get rid of it or shrink it. And we'll get into shrinking because that's a key part of how you deal with it. So the next question becomes, what is the main cause of cellulite? There are several primary factors that contribute to the development of cellulite, including genetic factors, poor diet, fluid retention, dehydration, a big one in Arizona. Most people aren't drinking enough water, lack of circulation. What do I mean by that? Blood flow. Weak collagen structure of the skin, which leads to skin thinning, loss of elasticity, obviously being overweight, hormonal changes, including estrogen and cortisol. And we talk about that a lot in some other episodes we had on Fit Over 40, where we have to look at your hormones, where we had Dr. Hormone, the hormone lady who came on the show, and she talked about women needing hormones, lack of physical activity, sedentary lifestyle. These are some things that increases your chance of having cellulite. There are some other factors that can cause skin changes, such as sagginess, wrinkles, formation of dark spots, hormonal imbalances. If you have a high level of stress, you typically tend to be susceptible to cellulite. Also, there's existing medical conditions such as autoimmune diseases or diabetes, allergies, smoking, too much sun exposure, and other things that cause toxicity. I used to tell people when I first started getting after is I used to think cellulite was toxicity. It was your body saying, we can't get rid of this, so we're just going to leave it here. And as people cleaned up their life, they noticed that their cellulite went away. While the connection between dealing with stress and developing cellulite may seem far-fetched, science has shown that all the above factors increase inflammation and contribute to signs of aging. So, according to some recent research in the Journal of European Academy of Dermatology and Venerologically, cellulite can be caused by increased levels of stress and raised cortisol levels. Some of you guys have heard me say, go up to Lifetime Fitness. They offer a complimentary body scan where they will show you your cortisol levels. A lot of times it's very eye-opening. Things like stress and poor diet also cause your body to slow down production of collagen, which is crucial to keeping your skin looking young. All right, here's the big million dollar question. How do you get rid of cellulite? Considering all the lifestyle factors that affect the appearance of health of your skin, it is understandable why extensive cellulite treatments, including non-invasive devices such as massagers or radio or acoustic frequency, laser or light-based treatments, liposuction, topical creams, injections, and carboxide therapy are very popular options. Here's the deal, folks. Unfortunately, these are not long-term solutions for keeping skin looking healthy. In order for some of these treatments to work, such as submission, vibrational therapy, lasers, ongoing treatments may be needed for many months or eventually they the results just stop working within six months to a year. So a lot of people report being frustrated after buying into these long-term schemes when they're really short-term fixes. In a 2019 review, some doctors admitted despite multiple therapeutic approaches, the attempt to treat cellulite, no procedures have proven to be long-term successful. So essentially the doctors are finally admitting there's nothing long-term. So 
you might think, well, what should I do? Well, how should you tackle cellulite then? There's another study that was published in the International Journal of Cosmetic Science says reducing adipocytogenesis or fat stores means increasing your thermogenesis or being the ability to burn fat through body heat appear to be the primary routes to getting rid of cellulite. Here are some top five natural tips for preventing cellulite. And before I do that, I want to give you guys a chance to stand up, stretch out, and move around because I've been reading a lot of stuff. Before I give you the goodies, let's take a quick break and we'll come right back. Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence will be back right after this. Women all over come to Savvy to style their lives. From the way they look and how they feel to the way they serve and empower others to how they design their day. They do it all with Savvy and you can too. We empower the artist in everyone. We believe you are the designer of your life, the author of your reality, the creator of your world. And we provide you with a way to style a life you truly desire. One of beauty, passion, community, and impact. So whether you shop our store and experience our style, or join our community of savvypreneurs who are on a mission to bring together and empower people around the globe, we welcome you. Now get your style on. Offering three types of style, fit, luxe, and everyday. Savvy, we empower you to style your world the way you look, the way you work, the life you create for you and your family, and the people you create it with. Go to Savvy.com slash Coach C-E-E. That's S-A-V-V-I dot com slash Coach C-E-E. And when you check out, use the code Coach C-E-E. And now back to Fit Over 40. Here's your host, Coach Clarence. All right, we are back, and I am talking about cellulite, and I am kind of going over some notes from a lecture given in the past because a lot of people wanted some specific information about how they can get rid of cellulite. And again, folks, when we give out information, do know we don't know every situation, so we do ask that you come in individually, contact us through the website, fitover40coachclarence.com, and get an individual consultation. All right, so let's talk about some ways to get rid of cellulite. And some of these things are very broad in definition, so take it with a grain of salt. Eating a healthy diet, that's different to a lot of different people. All of us have different situations, different issues that are affecting us. So that, again, requires you to sit down and let's figure out what's going to work for you. Obviously, a healthy body is going to have a lower percentage of body fat. Let's talk about some foods that help decrease cellulite or things you should avoid. So to start, things you should have are flax seeds. Flax is great for skin health, general health, as it modulates estrogen levels. That's a hormone, folks. And it may also increase your collagen production. You can sprinkle flax seeds on your breakfast, your smoothies, or simply eat them by themselves like any other seed. Typically, what I have people do is throw them on an oatmeal or throw them in a smoothie. You take it right down and it helps you. In the summer, it's hot. A lot of us are dealing with dehydration. We'll talk about that, too. You want hydrating foods, watermelon. Hydration can lead to bloating and dry skin. So if you notice you're feeling bloating and dry skin, that means your body's retaining water because you don't have enough in it. That's kind of an oxymoron because you're like, while I'm holding on to water, it's probably because you're not getting enough. There are a lot of foods that have naturally hydrating elements in them. There are fresh vegetables, a lot of your water fruits, melons, berries, cucumbers, celery, citrus fruits, and fresh herbs have tons of water elements that will help you. 
There are a lot of slimming down cellulite juices that you can use that you can make at home. DM me at info at Coach Clarence. I can give you some individual recipes. You also want to look at high fiber foods. These include your vegetables, nuts, seeds, and berries. Fiber helps cleanse the colon, curb hunger, supports your metabolism, and balances hormones. High fiber foods contain a lot of antioxidants such as leafy greens or berries. Right now, I see a lot of you posting your breakfasts. You're including a lot of colorful berries and things like that. That's perfect. They're also beneficial because their ability to decrease free radical damages, which ages your skin. If you see someone's really bad skin, they're dealing with a lot of issues where they're not dealing with free radicals. A free radical basically means an atom that gets destroyed by oxidation. Obviously, this is a key one. Good sources of protein. If you eat a lot of meat, spend the extra money and get some high quality protein like grass fed beef, free range poultry. You might say, why would you want free range poultry? Because we get the hormones of the stressed out animal. So if you get a chicken that's just walking around free and yes, it eventually gets slaughtered, but they're going to have better hormones than someone who is caged up and standing in their own feces and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to get political with all that stuff. Pasteurized age, wild caught fish, try to avoid fish farms or farm raised fish. That's not good for you. Try to deal organic when you can. You're going to have better ingredients in your food. Obviously, try to eat some good fish oil, three to four ounces of every meal. You can get that through food or you can supplement it. You want to go with potassium-rich foods because they help with flushing excess fluids and waste out of your cells, and that helps reduce cellulite. You want to deal with your green leafy vegetables, avocados, bananas, coconut water, and dairy that's cultured. All are high in potassium. Stick with your healthy fats, coconut, wild-caught fish again. We keep going to, it's kind of a recurring theme here. They contain good fatty acid that promotes healthy tissue. Try to consume one tablespoon or an equivalent of one tablespoon of virgin oil, coconut oil, or a serving of fish will meet that need. And if you hate fish, you don't want to eat anything fishy, you can buy supplements that will give you 1,000 milligrams of fish oil daily. That is going to give you the best result. Kelp, which is also a fancy word for seaweed, has a great supplement that is found in a lot of green plants and it supports metabolic and skin health. Try sprinkling a small amount on your foods or just, again, throwing in a smoothie you never taste. Obviously, the big key one here is water. Wondering if drinking a lot of water is really important to reducing your cellulite? Yes, it is. Water keeps your skin hydrate and helps flush out toxins and compounds. Everyone tries to give you general rules. My general rule is to drink half your body weight in ounces. If you could just get to that, you're doing good. Now, mind you, if you're in Arizona, we're sweating all the time. As you take off your clothes when you get home, you'll see that you've sweated out a ton of stuff. So you probably want to drink a little more than that. Stay hydrated. You can tell people who are not hydrated, their skin looks terrible. And it helps with getting rid of some of that lumpy, dry aged skin. Now, here are some things you want to try to avoid if you want to get rid of your cellulite. And obviously, number one is your sugar or table salt. So if you think your diet has no effect on cellulite, you are completely wrong. Sugar causes fluid retention, inflammation, and storage of body fat. All of these which can increase the appearance of cellulite. So read your labels and aim to reduce your involved or added sugar. Limit your sodium intake as well because salt is one of the main causes of water retention. People will call me and say, I gained three pounds. No, you gained some water weight. No one gains weight that fast. There's usually something going on. It means if I break it down, I use it when I do, oh, those salty margaritas that you were downing in Mexico this weekend, that probably caused that. 
You want to avoid refined flours, refined grain products. These break down into sugar and they're high in calories. You want to avoid food allergens. And again, I've always told you guys, go get an allergy test. Foods like gluten, A1 casing, or a lot of things that are found in most dairy, shellfish, and peanuts. These are things that cause common allergies or inflammation in a lot of cases. A lot of times we don't think of an allergy because we think of, I just broke out, that's a common allergy. But a lot of times food allergies are very subtle, but you're suffering from, they cause pain, inflammation. You might notice you get cut, it takes weeks to heal. That's part of eating negative foods that don't work with your body. And they definitely have a potential to decrease circulation and interfere with normal nutrient division. You obviously want to avoid your trans and hydrogenated fats. What are those? Those are cookies bananas, cake. I'm saying all things that I'd love to eat too, like all the rest of you, like glazed donut. That allows the food to stay on the shelf. They're bad for you. And if you got cellulite, you want to get rid of them. Enjoy them while you can, but if you want to get rid of cellulite, get rid of them. You also want to consume more collagen. That helps with your connective tissue, which fights against the fat layers that are pushing against it. So when your skin is strong, cellulite appearance is definitely diminished. If you notice someone who has a lot of cellulite, their skin is very soft and tissuey in appearance and feel. Collagen is the most abundant protein in the human body and is definitely needed for skin's elasticity. So you look young and strengthful. One of the best ways to get more collagen, a simple way is to consume bone broth which has amino acids like glutamine. If you're against eating bone broth, there are some veggie collagen sources. You can DM me or email me at info at Coach Clarence. I can send you to some great sources to get vegan-based collagen. So we're not going to go too deep in that, but you can also make bone broth just by boiling some bones and drinking it like a tea or soup, which is actually a great thing. I've had a lot of success with people doing that. And they've had great results. You can make it like a tea. You can season it. You can make it taste really good. There are some anti-cellulite supplements, but these are just things you should probably be doing anyway. And most of these are enzymes, digestive enzymes that help you break down food so you can fight against inflammation and dissolve the gatherings of cellular tissue. So I'm not going to get too scientific in this, but... They have found that taking digestive enzymes, which you get at Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, anywhere where they sell health foods, a lot of times our food doesn't get broke down and ends up becoming inflammation in the body and your body just stores it in your connective tissue. A great supplement is cola, and that's spelled K-O-L-A. This extract has been the subject of many cellulite studies and has shown to prove positive results. This is a caffeine-free herb that has relaxing properties and can be taken before bedtime. It helps by improving the elasticity of skin while making it thicker. Also, you guys have heard me talk about in the past, green tea, African mango, great supplements to have similar benefits. And obviously, we keep repeating this theme, you got to work out. Take a walk. Go swimming. Shoot some hoops. Right now, Suns are in the playoffs. Go imitate the guys you like, the guys you're cheering on and paying their salaries. Go shoot some basketball. Whatever you need to do to be active. Walk your dog. Whatever. Chase your wife around the house. Whatever it takes. Do what it takes. Here are some quick facts and tips to keep in mind so that you get the most out of the benefits of just your moving. Look for a program that combines some what I call burst cardio we talked about earlier or HIIT training and then some resistance training. You got to lift some weights. Got to challenge your body. You don't need to do more than 20 to 40 minutes if you're just getting started. As you get in better shape, you'll be able to go longer. Interval or burst training is known to increase your metabolism and burn calories over 24 or 48 hours after you're done. That's known as the afterburn effect. That will help you with your fat burning process. Interval training incorporates short bursts of 
intense stuff like sprinting, and then it returns your body to a cool down effect. This concept is called high intensity interval training. Now, if you're targeting cellulite on your thighs and butt, try to incorporate moves like squats, lunges, donkey kicks, and step backs. In the group Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence, we put up a video today of a woman doing forward and backward lunges. You can check that out. Every week, we're going to post a video that helps with some of the things that we talk about on the podcast. Two more effective strategies are weight training and isometric training, such as bar training and Pilates. These are great exercises that really target certain parts of your body. Now, you also have heard me say target training doesn't work, but in this case, if we're focusing on a particular part of the body, those are very helpful. There are awesome skin healing essential oils that you can use. There's some commercial ones and prescription-based cellulite creams, and they're really just natural stuff. There's no magic to them. You know, they're just things to do. There's grapefruit cellulite cream and grapefruit essential oil, two of the top ones that help, as well as coconut oil. But again, you can't just rub these on and have a horrible lifestyle. It all works together. So you might ask, how does grapefruit work? Studies show that grapefruit contains large amount of anti-inflammatory enzymes such as bromelain. Bromelain breaks down protein, which helps break down cellulite and prevent the formation of new fat cells. Very key. All right. Before I get out of here, someone did ask a question on the last podcast with Laura Troussant, which we'll post the link so you can listen to that one. People ask, where does fat go? Now, here's we get a little nerdy on you guys, but this is the best way to make it make sense. So I'm going to read this from a lecture given two years ago. I had to go to my notes because this is not something we talk about every because a lot of people don't ask. They're just happy the fat is gone. They don't care where it goes. So this is where you go back to science class. Okay. Here's where we get a little technical. People ask, where does fat go? Is it going to come back and find us? It could. So no matter what diet you on, fat is in energy. So if you are losing body fat, it's an energy equation. You heard people say energy in, energy out. Everything is energy. Energy doesn't go away. It goes somewhere. You don't lose energy. It just moves to something else. So when you're in a deficit of energy, your body uses its energy or deposits, which we call fat, to compensate for that deficit. That is to say, during fat loss, your body actually burns off the fat in order to use it for other varieties of function. So when fat is oxidized, which is a fancy way of saying burned with the help of of oxygen, that fat leaves the body in the form of carbon dioxide and water. There are two main exhausts for fat loss are the lungs and the urinary system. So you either breathe it out or pee it out. In other words, when you lose fat, that carbon dioxide goes into the water, then gets into your circulation, and then it leaves your body as sweat or urine. So yes, fat is crying when you're sweating. Now, if you got a lot of fat, you might be like, it's taking forever. Well, you just got to pee and work out more. So how much of the fat is water was another question. Interesting enough, when you lose fat, most of it comes out of your body as carbon dioxide through your lungs. To be precise, about 80 to 85% of lost fat turns into carbon dioxide, while the other 15 to 20% turns into water. For instance, if you lose 10 kilograms of fat, roughly about 8 kilograms of it comes throughout your lungs, and the remaining of the weight is excreted in the form of urine or sweat. With that said, you guys are probably like, really, I just need to pee and sweat more. You're like, I do that every day. You need to do that every day. It's accumulation effect. So when you're sweating and you're going to the bathroom and you're eating right, you're working on getting rid of your fat. It's not going anywhere. It's just being transferred to some other place. And fat is very vindictive. It'll come back if you don't treat it right. So fun fact, as a matter of fact, 
Basically, everything you consume comes out as carbon dioxide. Nearly every gram of carbohydrate, protein, and fat, and even alcohol get converted to carbon dioxide and water. While the byproducts of the food leave the body as an excrement. So the byproducts is what you see in the toilet when you're in the bathroom. Not to be graphic, but that's just what it is. The only exception for a nutrient that reaches your colon and tract is dietary fiber, which is why we keep telling you to have more fiber. Because that can be absorbed and digest, but it helps you get rid of the gunk in your stuff. You heard that friend, junk in your trunk, get some fiber, you'll get rid of that. Everything else besides fiber is absorbed and takes exit via the lung. Breathe more. How do you breathe more? Work out, move faster, you breathe more. And so that is a simple solution. Fat loss is simple. It's interesting. It only requires caloric deficit, but can make your body undergo drastic changes over time. You have to be patient. You didn't, Rome was not built overnight, nor was your body. All right, with that said, we will be back next week with more content and interesting facts. Make sure you guys are following us on YouTube and Facebook and going to podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll be back with more exciting content next week. We'll see you soon. Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. Thanks for listening to Fit Over 40 with Coach Clarence. Clarence Ferguson is a seasoned loan officer, fitness expert, personal chef, and entrepreneur who leads a revolution of men and women like you who want to live their best life going into middle age. Join us next time for more inspiring dialogue, challenging topics, and industry leaders offering tips and how-tos to improve your life at fitover40withcoachclarence.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Vibrant, aromatic, and silky smooth, Vito Vodka is Vito's vision come to life. Premium wine grapes harvested the peak of perfection are distilled in small batches to yield a tantalizing sensory experience. Goose Ridge Estate Vineyard is one of Washington State's premier vineyards, producing some of the finest grapes in the United States. The grapes are distilled to make Vito Vodka and come from this remarkable 2,200-acre estate vineyard located on a gently sloped site near the Red Mountain AVA.